Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everybody and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. I am Mike Rains, aka Poker and Politics, and I am joined as always by Sarge. Hello from the internet and the mysterious L. Hello, my beautiful babies. Uh, so, uh, when last we left you, fine folks, uh, we were receiving reports that uh, Vladimir Putin and the Russians were retreating, withdrawing, leaving uh, the border of Ukraine. And boy, howdy, what a sigh of relief that was. I, I, that's on me. I will admit to falling for some Russian psyop misinformation there because it was reported like real big boy information. So, yeah, that's on me. <laughs> I mean, it happens to the best of us. They somehow tricked a bunch of people the world over that vodka's worth drinking. <laughs> no, I mean, I like no. French vodka. Uh, <sighs> yeah, but don't you really like it, like, mixed with Mountain Dew or something? Mountain like, Dew, thing? no. I mean, mixed with, mixed with literally anything. Red Bull. I mean, I, I, will, I will routinely, when out uh, partying, have a vodka Red Bull, get, get the juices flowing, and when I feel like a... Uh, old white woman, I'll have a vodka cranberry because I genuinely enjoy that drink. So yes, I do always mix it with something. Yeah, so vodka's worthless. Podcast yeah. over. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> we like to thank DJ Minimal Efforts. <laughs> So, uh, before we get into the uh, brutal, horrible uh, fact that uh, our world is now uh, spiraling towards World War Three. Uh, question mark, maybe, parentheses, who knows? Uh, uh, first uh, first things first on the, I don't know, I don't know you would consider this to be the lighter, fluffier side of things, but... Uh, well, considering the territory that we have to jump into immediately with our little appetizer, let's go ahead and roll that content warning yeah, now. Yeah, give it to me. I want it. Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. 
Yeah, uh, mostly because we needed to get that out of the way because I was introduced to this story by seeing an abundance of meme photographs on, yeah, meme photographs because I'm 80. Uh, <laughs> okay, Grandpa. On, yeah, thanks. On, uh, on, 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 on that there Twitter uh, featuring uh, Lauren Boebert and Marjorie Taylor Green uh, with their mouths agape. And I like contextless at first because I didn't know why it was being shared around the way it was. But I mean, uh, repeat listeners to the podcast will know that, you know, in, in, in the the mysterious L Adventures in Hellworld mythos, uh, those two particular people hanging out with their mouths wide open is probably it hits a little different. If you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it's a little diff. Yeah. Uh, L L's dark attraction to those ladies is something that uh, he I don't know I don't know if you apologize for it so much as you just acknowledge the the evil. Oh, I apologize there. for it all the time. It, it, it and exists, I refer, I, and I hate it. Yeah, I refer to it, I refer to it being incredibly shameful. Now, for what it's worth, I am recovering, if slowly, only because uh, it's pretty popular for people that don't like those ladies to try to portray them online using uh what did i call it a photograph i don't know, I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. uh, what is a landline uh <laughs> but yeah so you know th- th- there are tons of bad photos of those particular people floating about on the internet and uh boy howdy a lot of them make uh mtg very unflattering uh which is like great it's it's you know it's like it's my uh it's it's my shock therapy or whatever. It's it's, it's getting the job done. But the Bobert the Bobert photos it's just, the just get I just can't hack it. Oh, God. <laughs> They're just like, look at these, look at these photos that make her look real ugly. And I'm just like, I wish that would be great. If you could, if you could actually provide photos that make her just look like completely repugnant, that would be great. So you think Bobert's the, the more attractive of the, the awful pair? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, but this is, I've, I've always just had a thing for like dark haired women. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. They, they were, so that, that was my funny goof at the top of the show to once again bring up like, you know, for can, for canonical purposes, my horrible and shameful attraction, uh, to one or both of those women. Uh, but specifically the, the, the photos that were floating around made them look like they were screeching like baboons because they just yeah. couldn't, <laughs> couldn't contain their scripted fury over <laughs> Joe Biden's remarks. Almost as if though Joe Biden, the Huffington Post, and literally everyone else on Earth just had the advanced copy of what he was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> and, and knew when to jump in with their uh, pre-planned uh, screaming and whining about the people that were killed in Afghanistan and how uh, Bo Biden's death shouldn't be used as cover for uh, old Sleepy Joe, old Taliban Joe, uh, getting our boys uh, butchered in Afghanistan which was absolutely what he was trying to do because he hates America and the troops. He does. And freedom, all these things. All of these things are true about Joe Biden. Everybody knows this. Yeah. Oh, it, it's, it's super funny because it's just like, I like at this point, they, they're just sort of like the shock jocks of American politics, right? Like they're literally just because I can't imagine very many people were just like, that's a wise decision. You know, you want to just be, you want to be openly criticizing the president of the United States as he delivers the state of the union that happens to coincide with actual war being declared uh, by Russia against another foreign uh, country. And it's just like, yeah, definitely not the time for us to be showing any solidarity there, girls. You just, you just shout like apes. Yes. You just shout like Gabe, say maybe you'll be minted into the next cryptocurrency that is suddenly going to be it worth a lot less. Definitely will. Because uh, yeah. that was that was something that uh, that we could touch on briefly. Mike Rades and I were talking about it earlier, uh, just about how how 
boy howdy if you were heavily invested in cryptocurrency and you're an american you're probably sweating some bullets right now like yeah. key and peel sweating meme yeah. the, like the, the, nothing's gonna get the united states government to start looking at a cryptocurrency like russia using it to subvert sanctions boy howdy you think some legislation might be coming yeah. down the pipe i oh, fucking yeah. bet do we do we have any info on that my own brother he was asking me questions about the military engagement and don't worry we will be getting into the war here in a little bit dear listeners but he was asking me about what what happens if russia just uh goes to using uh uh fucking bitcoin to get around international sanctions and i'm I- like so uh once again top of the show uh the old the old stamp of like we are not experts by any means in fact we're just idiots talking about stuff with the exception of mike rains and QAnon, in which yeah. he is like we do the show because he is an expert in that field but it seems like To me, cryptocurrency seems like a thing that shady individuals or even like shady groups can use to do stuff. I don't think that you could use crypto to like keep your country afloat. I just don't think the infrastructure is there for you to like utilize it in that way. So I I do know, but just just the idea that like cryptocurrency exists (laughs) and people like manage to use it in the same phrase like as Russia, the word Russia. Suddenly like Elizabeth Warren's just like, oh, we got to stop that shit. It just wouldn't work very well because uh, Bitcoin has a transaction per uh, second limit, which real currency doesn't. And also, didn't Russia like get rid of all its crypto miners? Didn't weren't they one of the countries that cracked down on it? Like, uh, yeah, that I'm not sure, but I, I know that China tried to crack down on it because they were getting sick and tired of people parasiting their electricity for um, crypto. I don't know how hard Vlad went at it, but uh, one of the things that was supposed to happen any day now is that uh, Biden was supposed to release an executive order about what the American government's policies towards crypto was. It wasn't like it's not a law because. It's only an executive order, and, the, and there's limits to what the president can do in an EO. But malarkey coin to the moon. Yes. Oh, that'd be the greatest thing in the world. Like the the, the let's go Brandon coin battling the malarkey coin for supremacy in the crypto world. That, would, that but, would be- yeah, we have gotten wildly off topic. So uh, we, we were supposed we were supposed to be cracking wise about MTG and Bobert being <laughs> dum dums, right? That was where we were at in our yeah. Uh, do we want to play our news bump and then just like roll into it? <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, yeah, we, we're like ten minutes in. We, I feel, I feel like we've, I feel like we've, we've, we've warmed up enough to actually get into the grim reality of the world that we live in. <laughs> From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's cues in the news. Just kidding. Interrupting before we get started with a, a bonus, everyone's favorite the bonus content warning and also just sort of disclaimer like, Hey guys, uh, it's me, your friend, mysterious L here to remind you that technically whether or not you think it's funny, this is supposed to be a comedy show. And that means that we are sort of on the hook specifically myself, as it is my primary function in the show to crack wise in general about like the the state of the world and whatnot uh so i felt like it's an, an important time to remind the audience that uh the adventures of the hell world is a comedy show but as individuals and as a collective i think it's pretty safe to say that we're pretty anti-war just like anti- we, th- we think war is bad yes we certainly don't think war is funny uh but again it's a comedy show so we're gonna try to make jokes around the war and not about the war 
as, but as the only member of the podcast who's been to war, we don't support it. It's bad. <laughs> it does not solve problems. Uh, wait, you mean, you, me, me being digital boots on ground in Azeroth doesn't count as wartime? <laughs> I know you guys are the real digital soldiers here, and I support your digital service, but uh, yeah, no. Yeah, you're trying uh, to tell me that I've never been to war? Tell that to Agumon, dog. No, you're, you're both hairbags, and... Uh, I have no idea what a hairbag is, but that's, it just killed me. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, I would I would say Google it, but try to Google image searches because whatever comes up if you Google image search hair bags is pretty bad. Uh, yeah. all right, so, uh, again, disclaimer: comedy show. We don't like war. War is bad. We support Ukraine. All that good shit. Okay, now let's get into it. Oh, gee, I wonder what our top headline is going to be for this week. It could be anything. <laughs> Who could say? Uh, so QAnon's favorite world leader, Vladimir, Vladimir Putin, after lying for weeks on end about not wanting to invade Ukraine, uh, invaded Ukraine. So that was the thing that happened. And um, what a twist. What a shocking plot twist that was. Um, the actual shocking plot twist where every military expert on God's green earth had declared that Ukraine would fall sometime between 15 and 45 minutes after Russian boots uh, crossed into their borders. Uh, Ukraine is actually putting up quite the fight, as it turns out. And uh, up to this point, uh, it appears that like Russia's supposed uh, incredible military might has been uh, less than less than stellar. The, the Russian army has results. no idea what's going on. Like, there's just constant videos of like tanks breaking down and soldier Russian soldiers surrendering because we don't have any food or we have expired MREs. Duh. And- well, let me let me ask you a question. I don't I don't know what sort of computer rig you're working with right now, but let's just use your computer as an example. How much faith would you have, to have in it if you looked on the side of it? It said made in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Not a ton, but like, I guess Russia, pre-war Russian propaganda has just genuinely worked. I like, they've been our new old boogeyman for so long that I was just like, wow, they, they're going to roll in and just, fucking stomp this country it doesn't matter how much uh like international aid we give them and i do i wish we could no consequences go in with you know fucking usa army and just like blaring like acdc and just take it to the ruskies but that would start an international war and that is way worse than what's happening now. So I support Biden's position of not doing that, but also. uh, Well, I I mean, look, like it's never going to come to that because if Putin successfully manages to take over Ukraine and just like topple their government and all that, I'm sure he's going to be, he's just going to stop there. He's going to be like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine with Ukraine. That was all I ever wanted. Finland and Poland have some words. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well, I mean, I I know countries are already countries that were uh, previously not huge fans of NATO or being part of NATO are suddenly looking at NATO and uh, rubbing rubbing them hands together, licking them lips and just being like, ooh, NATO, you're looking caked up. (laughs) Oh, NATO, you working out? You looking sweet. NATO's really in here dragging that wagon. (laughs) Uh, it, it's just the state of the Russian military is fucking baffling. And like, 
I, I don't have access to any intelligence or anything that you, you guys don't, but it is truly just like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, uh, I mean, so I like, I also just sort of ex- like, like expected like Russia to roll in there and just get the job done because I, the, because like, you know, NATO is like ineffectual, like for a lot of reasons that I understand, but are still annoying. It's just like, yeah, he has a shitload of nukes. We can't, like, you know, if, if anybody decides to let one of those things fly, it's just the world equal over. So we should probably, you know, pussyfoot around. But it's just like, I like, so I was expecting, I was not expecting Ukraine to mount, mount as, as much of a defense as they have been. And fuck it, it is obviously incredible to see them rallying and like sticking it to the Russians because, you know, like, Fuck Vladimir Putin. Not necessarily all the Russians are on board with this war, but like, yeah, unfortunately, they they as a group are the enemy. So while I recognize that individual Russian people might not be pro-war, like the the Russians, the capital R, capital T, the Russians, like they are the enemy. So it's like it's good to see them getting their asses handed to them in these like uh, in these ways. I wasn't expecting it to just be like a litany of equipment failure, though. That was also surprising to me. It's like it's funny to joke at like that, that joke I made about Russian equipment failure was pretty funny. But uh, I wasn't expecting like if you would expect something of theirs to work, it would be tanks. Right. Yeah. And they're they're just constantly like they're 40 mile long convoy into Ukraine. Tons of it are breaking uh, are breaking down and just running out of fuel, and like we should state that there's a lot of misinformation going around. So uh, a ton of this could turn up to be wrong, but it really seems like the Russians don't support the war, like you're saying. I just watched a video of an entire Russian television program called The Rain. They all just quit and walked off. Uh, they're just like no war, and then Russia on an international stage is just like, like, are there any sports you want to play? No. Do you want to interact monetarily with the rest of the world? No. And the the ruble is down forty percent. <laughs> That's real bad. Yeah. Well, you bring up the disinfo. Uh, it brings me to the first, like, you know, general. We've been talking about stuff generally for for the moment, but let's move into like a little a little bit of structured talking time. And uh, I, I feel like one of the one of the first big highlights, aside from just the fact that a war is happening to come out of uh, the conflict so far, is the fact that man, like Russia is getting their asses paddled in the media, like the propaganda machine, like the internet, like it is really not good for russia like it is just it, all it is doing is elevating like ukraine ukraine's president like all the members of the cabinet like regular just like look at this fucking look at this ukrainian grandmother what a legend it's just like anything coming out of ukraine round right now is just like boom 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 russia sucks ukraine rules get fucked uh at least that's been like my impression like if, 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 you, if you guys been getting that read Yes, uh, that is something that I've seen, and this has led to a very massive backlash in the QAnon community about the fact that their beloved Vladimir Putin, uh, the the greatest warrior uh, the world has ever known, an enemy of the New World Order, QAnon has is very adamant that uh, Russia and Putin are not getting a fair shake in the media. That uh, the, the media has is not been giving us the Russian view of the war. We're not getting uh, the truth about what's going on because their side is being censored, while the Ukrainians, with their uh, pervert moron comedian of a president, 
who is faking his bravery. Uh, oh, they are so mad about Zelensky, like uh, trotting around in his body armor, holding a Kalashnikov and doing all that stuff and telling the Americans he doesn't need a ride. He needs ammo. Just all of that, just uh, badass leader fighting side by side with the troops. The kind of shit they wish that like Trump or Putin actually had it in them to do. The fact that Zelensky's doing it. God. Oh, they're so <laughs> mad about it. They're like, it's all bullshit. It's all Hollywood. None of it's real. He's probably not even in the country. And they're just doing it with like extras. They are so mad about all of that. And they just so- turned him into a folk hero. Like, okay, every- well, so, so. Like, with two full scoops of a serial I call not giving a platform to this bullshit, everything we're about to talk to is not, uh, talk about is nonsense. Uh, just for the sake of knowing, Mike, so we, we don't get Russia's side. We don't understand the real story. What does QAnon think the real story is? Again, two full scoops. This is bullshit. What we're about to talk about is nonsense. But for posterity, like, Let's like I need to know what do they think the narrative is? <laughs> yeah, what do they think? Okay, so uh, doing a slight uh, break from our standard uh, structure of the show, uh, one one of our uh, one of our questions was uh, someone asked me, Seanathan uh, uh, asked, can we get an episode on these quote unquote bio labs in Ukraine? Was that started with Q? Um, Excuse I, me. I don't know. Well, so yeah, you're 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 getting you're getting one of the first narratives and justifications for this war that was uh, not concocted by uh, Putin, who claimed he was uh, "quote unquote" denazifying Ukraine, which is like the un- an unbelievable dog whistle since Zelensky is Jewish. The the the, the country Jewish is, and the, the descendant of Holocaust survivors. Yes. Uh, so saying that was like so, so unbelievably loaded, and fuck you, Putin, for doing it. But uh, one of the narratives that QAnon has concocted is that these that there are thirteen bio labs in Ukraine Ooh, that America bio lab sexy oh it just sounds so good Resident sorry Evil. I just need to mm, yeah bio lab so juicy yeah. So uh, one QAnon promoter who has gone by basically their 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 handle is clandestine. They love using the term clandestine in all their names because they are constantly banned from Twitter. They constantly reappear and then they get banned again. But uh, clandestine started this shit about how um, America has bio labs in Ukraine and that basically uh, Putin saw what the Fauci Shycom Alliance in uh did with with covid and then putin was like oh shit the americans with their ukrainian collaborators have all these bio labs in ukraine who knows what nefarious schemes they're up to so i have to invade ukraine but the invasion and all of that is just uh that's just pretext that's just a cover story that's just bullshit what the russians are actually doing is actively bombing those bio labs to destroy them and they're and they're American assets, but the Americans can't admit they're American assets. So this is a sort of like proxy war where the Russians are booping the U.S. in the snoot and taking away our ability to hit the Russians with COVID twenty twenty two or whatever you want to call it. And and obviously, us evil Americans, we're known to hide our bio labs in civilian districts. Like yeah, directly, yes. directly underneath that pharmacy next to that school. Yes. So definitely make sure to bomb those places, Russia. You fuck. And, 
And and also America, we we don't have America, one of the biggest uh, countries in the world geographically. We couldn't keep those bio labs just here and then transfer COVID twenty twenty two to Ukraine and then yeah, deliver. Are we, are we out of space in in our fantasy one Dakota, the one yeah. Dakota we all want? <laughs> yeah, yeah. One Dakota. yeah. Which, which again, for those of you who are new to the podcast, one Dakota is essentially the entire middle of our country. The, you know, like, <laughs> Yeah, they, they 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 make food so they get a free ride. But aside from that, like fuck them. Yeah, I'm, I'm I just I just had this I just had an epiphany uh, that if America wanted bio labs with which to you know launch a bioweapon across the border into Russia, we have this heretofore barely known a piece of territory known as Alaska that we could have put those biolabs in and then launched our viruses into into Russia via that little that little slice of land that is out I mean, you wouldn't there even somewhere. have to launch them. Like, you, no, could just walk, you could just walk across. Remember? Yes, yes. We, we, yeah, we yeah. learned from one of our actual politicians, a person who actually held elected office in our country, that you could I, just walk. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yes. The, the, the Bering Land Bridge, it's there. You, yep. And she could see Russia from her house. Yes. So, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it was close, close enough to walk to. I mean, it's probably a little bit longer than it looks, like because the trick of the eye, like the Las Vegas Strip, like when you're on the Las Vegas Strip, you're just like, oh, I'll just walk down to the Aladdin. I can see it, dog. That is 400 miles away. You'll yep. die. You'll die in the gutter before you ever reach the Aladdin. <laughs> yeah. <Tall lift. laughs> yep. So yeah, and now now we've got like seemingly verified reports that China knew about the invasion beforehand and asked Putin to hold off until after the Olympics. Like, hey, well, yeah, they, they needed that big PR slam dunk that was the Olympics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everyone, everyone. Can you can you that. imagine like like that? That's like a great monkey paw wish, right? The, the the Chinese are just like, hey, we really need the Olympics to work out for us. So please just don't do your war until after the Olympics. And Putin's just like, very well, it is done. And then meanwhile, at the Olympics, Russian figure skating doping scandal, all other news can get fucked. <laughs> yeah also no one watches the olympics this year like just oh, yeah. extra no one watches yeah it turns oh, out man. it's pretty pretty hard to get excited about the games when at any moment some random fucking uh chinese officer could just come from off screen and just escort away the people doing coverage just like <laughs> or it's just like hey your cameraman accidentally like tilted too many degrees to the left so you can see that this uh big snowy hill is in a fucking industrial park and uh, that's not good for us <laughs> Oh, uh, I mean, I will. I will say this: It is good to be able to just openly talk shit about Russia uh, again, this, the way we have in China for a while. Because you know, Russia was just like, for up until now, just seemed like like our goofy former nemesis that now we've moved beyond. Yeah, uh, that we have Russia like, is really roared back relations with. Right. Yeah, it's like, it's Russia, like it's... Russia really climbing the tier list on enemies of the world right now. Yeah. It's just like, man, if you're if you're if you're if you're in North Korea right now, trying to trying to maintain your spot on the charts, you're really pissed off. Yeah, Kim Kim Jong Un is gonna just like invade South Korea tomorrow and be like, pay attention to me. Uh, it's gonna be great. I mean, just uh, the 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 Putin versus the Kim Jong Un of my mind, petulant child Olympics as they as they buy <laughs> as they buy tomorrow North North Korea now officially Russia. And then she's like, it's just like, it's just like Kimmy and uh, Vladdy Daddy shaking hands for a photo op. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. <laughs> oh, man. 
because you know then like like North Korea would get some of Russia's abundance of food and resources. Yeah, finally, La- laughter intensifies. Tanks <laughs> derelict in the street in the Ukraine. People stealing missiles because the carriers that are on can't move. <laughs> Oh, so anyway, so so media wise, we we the people, the 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 worshippers of Moloch and uh, fans of our illicit president Joe Biden, uh, have been using the media to be really mean to old Russia and make them look like a, bu- a bunch we, of big poopy heads. We sure when, have. Uh, at a, at a base level, our first theory slash justification in QAnon's mind is that uh, Putin has been attacking. American Russian joint operation biolab or whatever, or like American deep, deep state Russian biolabs or whatever. Uh, but you said that was just the tip of the iceberg. What, what, what else are they talking about? Why, why else is, is Vladimir Putin awesome? And why isn't he just riding his majestic horse on the front lines of battle? Uh, well, I don't exactly know why he's not riding his white horse onto the battlefield. Cause he absolutely should be doing that. Um, the general. So, what sort of leader would be on the ground, like in the trenches during a war? That sounds crazy. Oh, yeah. you, like, if such if such a president were to exist, that person would seem really cool. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that, again, that would be totally the kind of guy that you and I would be just fawning over as a total Chad alpha male who just like is just the absolute man. Um, so, the other big uh, thing about Ukraine that is obviously bad is that. Ukraine was, of course, the country that Trump tried to shake down before the election, where he's like, hey, if you want these javelins and stingers, you, you got to get me some dirt on Joe Biden here, buddies. And then one thing led to another. Trump got impeached. Uh, Ukraine got those uh, anti-tank missiles without having to try, try to claim that Biden was corrupt. So now we're just taking all of the uh, Biden Ukraine story and just just remix. We're just doing it all over again. Yeah, just, I forgot uh, all about it, honestly. But... Yeah, uh, like literally, uh, I've seen uh, people talking about how uh, Ukraine is the deep state's most corrupt playground. The very beating heart of the deep state is uh, the very beating heart of the deep state is Ukraine. And that now, finally, someone is going to strike at that beating heart and destroy uh, their evil, uh, illicit playground of criminality and embezzlement and biolabs and all sorts of other horrifying evil oh, and uh, satanic worship and child trafficking. Literally, Jeffrey Epstein's ghost is there. Why, why yes. Aren't they, why aren't they going after the servers in Germany? Ah, they already got them. They already got the servers in Germany. They don't need. They don't need those. We've, <laughs> we've, we've already got everything we need from from there. I mean, it, and what, it always makes me laugh about this shit when they're talking about it because why did Trump not do this stuff in his four years as president? If Ukraine was this absolute cesspool of evil that uh, had to be taken down by uh by by trump and by the by these by our heroes in the patriot movement against the deep state uh like we had our chance we had america the most powerful military in the world uh under the control of the god emperor donald trump 
and literally all he did was get Zelensky on the horn and and and, and ask him for a little dirt on on Biden uh, before he sent them weapons. I mean, that's the thing that's so funny about this is that that weapon shipment that was the whole basis for Trump's impeachment. Ukraine got those weapons. They are using the Trump javelins to blow up Russian tanks. So I mean. Is Trump deep state now? I mean, he gave them a lot of those weapons. That's right. I mean, I just want to try to piece together the logic here. Um, one post I well, saw. That, that's your first mistake. Oh, no shit. No this, shit. Sir, this is a QAnon podcast. So you, yeah. you, you are bringing that sort of energy to the wrong place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, one post I saw is read, and it, it, like this person wrote it in total bullet points uh, Riddler Q bullshit, money laundering, kitty obscenity with the word obscenity brutally misspelled, and kitty obscenity. What a bizarre term. Uh, biggest, biggest Clinton Foundation donors, Cabal Money Laundering Center, Hunter, Romney, Pelosi, Kerry, sons all got rich there. Is it starting to add up? And then they had a uh, a thing that says Ukraine in top three of world's child pornography supply, uh, child porn suppliers. Prosecutor General says, which I'm sure leads to an article leads to an article that is incredibly, uh, absolutely, 100 legitimate and totally just, just up. R- dripping with truthiness. Just the, so, the the most most legitimate article of all time. Yeah. And I, and I love that they said in the top three. Wouldn't, wouldn't be like, where, where, where is Ukraine? Are they number one? Because if I think if they were number one, you would have said that. So. Yeah, where um, – just uh, kind of curious, I guess, where is number one in child – that's got to be Hollywood, right? It's America, yeah, Hollywood. Sure. Yeah, it has to be. So do, do, we, do we suppose that uh, Caviziel is – the Carson Daly of this horrible QAnon TRL where they're they're counting down this week's top ten countries that produce child porn. <laughs> oh wow. Uh, man, what a fucking thing. Yeah. Like, so you're, you're right. That was an incredible string of words I just put together. It was really, really astonishing that I made it all the way through. Because it had to start with me remembering that guy's last name. <laughs> so. Because if I had just said Jim, it could have been anyone. It could be any Jim. So, like, yeah. So QAnon thinks that. Let, let's, can we, let's start with bullet points. Right now, QAnon thinks that America. The, well, not necessarily America, but the deep state and Biden and Clinton, Hillary Clinton, not Bill. They don't care about Bill at all. Uh, has illegal bioweapon facilities in Ukraine, as well as a bunch of uh, uh, child pornography production facilities. Yes, literally every every evil in the world is now in Ukraine. I remember in the Q drops where they were talking about the truth about Haiti. Apparently Haiti is, f- fuck Haiti. QAnon's completely forgotten about all that. The real well, pure I mean, evil. If you, if you were watching TRL with Jim Caviezel, you would know that Haiti slid all the way to eight. Yeah. Oh, oh, and oh like, dear. Who cares oh, dear. about eight? No, that, that's... News. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, it's no good. No good, 80. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Ukraine is now the just absolute center of all evil and awfulness. 
And um, one of the things that now also has to, uh, Zelensky has to be just taken down. He has to be destroyed by QAnon and all these people because he's too heroic. He's too cool. He's too awesome. So uh, one of the things that like they have been harping on, and I had no idea what the fuck they were talking about uh, until I, uh, like a good uh, QAnon uh, learner, I did my own research. Because one of the bizarre things I kept reading was these p- uh, these p- these perverts playing the piano with their penises, these weirdos, sickos in Hollywood and the global elites. And I kept seeing that weird phrase about the piano over and over again. And I was like, what is, th- what is this about? And it turns out that during Zelensky's time as a stand-up comic, that was a bit he would do. And like they would do these things where like, other uh, comedians or entertainers would be on stage and maybe and they would, he would be... play the piano with his actual penis. Yes. That was, <laughs> that, was... That, that, that was the bit. But the thing is, the bit was obviously like everyone else was doing stuff and then he would have a piano in front of him and you couldn't see anything. And he would have his hands away from the piano and the piano would be making noises. So he was doing it with his pee pee and it was a joke. And everyone was just sort of like, okay, that's his lowbrow wacky humor that he's going for. But because it involves a sex organ and now QAnon hates the guy, he's obviously a pederist. And his uh, his also his, Mike, I don't think you're like the way you're just describing it, I don't think you're giving the guy enough credit. He could play the piano with his penis. That seems really impressive. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I, it's it's quite this. It's quite the skill. It's quite. The I mean, skill. dude, people are paying like what, like seventy bucks a ticket, maybe more, to go see Blue Man Group. I mean, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> what, are, what are they playing with their dicks? Coconuts. I've seen Blue Man Group. It was years ago. I assume the bit has changed. I saw I saw Blue Man Group twice many years ago, and I didn't see a single blue knob. It was infuriating. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, I demand movie came blue out, like, penises. Yeah, watch my movie came out, cleared that right up for me. Yeah, <laughs> I saw it an IMAX to get the real experience. That's what great. it's all about. Oh man! And now, it's, and now it's time for this week's edition of uh, L asking what we were talking about. Were we still? <laughs> well, I was talking about like why Zelensky is a terrible monster and has to be destroyed, and he is fake. He is deep state Hollywood scum, and of course, a lot of uh, what QAnon will tell you is that. Um, George Soros uh, bought and paid for Zelensky's installment. They will ignore the fact that Zelensky was elected literally overwhelmingly in a ridiculous landslide. <laughs> uh, because, like, the original, basically, the original uh, democratic government of Ukraine became horribly corrupt. And uh, through a series of uh, attempts at reform and blah, 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 eventually you got to the election where Zelensky got in. And that was a reaction against the original corruption of the original government that uh, happened that came about when Ukraine was like, "Yo, Russia, peace out. We're we're doing our own thing now." And this is one of the uh, things that these right wingers, who are not even like even beyond QAnon, like Steve Bannon, has come out and said things like, "Ukraine isn't even really a thing. It's not real." He's like, Ukraine doesn't even really exist. It's just a slice of Russia. And you have, uh, I think, Laura Ingram and other, like, again, actual people who are not just uh, anonymous assholes grifting off QAnon have been posting stuff like, you know, Ukraine isn't actually a democracy. It's not really free. They're corrupt oligarchs that run that place, too. 
like this isn't good versus evil. This is evil versus slightly less evil. Come on, guys, why are you picking a side? Come on, just let them have their little tussle, like like a sibling quarrel, like you do when you bomb civilian uh, centers. Just, just and... let Russia claim other countries as their own with impunity. No big so deal. So they're bad people in Ukraine. So Russia should be allowed to blow up hospitals in uh that is that like the argument what the fuck sense does that make like that's like well, I mean, fair, these are probably the same people that were were very pro afghanistan and iraq they were probably just like really thrilled that america was just like we 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 have come up with a justification to go to this place with our military yeah. and all these people are just like oh god the american military yes oh fuck it oh god so good <laughs> It yeah. it is pretty rad, despite the amount of dorks we have in it. Namely, me. It was. Me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, that that's why you just have to trust Michael Bay's three hundred and sixty degree camera panning around something while like a jet or a helicopter flies over it in slow motion, and just be like, "Fuck it, yeah." I don't even know what it means, but hoorah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a marine thing. So yeah, I mean, they're the same. It's all. Whatever. It's all the same. No, you're right. <laughs> Army, Marine, National Guard, they're all the same. Space Force. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Space Force, yeah I, I forgot. Don't National, you dare forget National, Space Force. National Guard is no longer, like, I mean, in the... the dare Our different TRL where we're ranking military, military branches of the United States military by embarrassment. Number one, and it, what seems like it's a lock for number one for a hot minute, at least the duration of this Space Force summer. What what Space Force really got, like, it was actually happening. Everyone in the Coast Guard was like, fucking finally. <laughs> yeah. Bro, I mean, we're all going to feel really dumb when all of a sudden Putin is just like, and now for my next masterstroke, send out my starfighters to defeat the, the Americans. And then suddenly, like... The fucking the the uh, all of our TVs are saturated with images of just like United States and Russia actually fighting in space. Everyone perplexed. <laughs> but getting back to reality, the biggest problem that Russia is encountering, and I, I would have segued away from this sooner, but Mike was on a roll. Is uh, they're they're trying to run their feeble, ineffectual, underfunded, apparently military into the brick wall that is. Ukraine's superhero president. So let's yeah. what I mean. This is this is like the, coming off of the 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 media thing that we discussed at the top of our uh, what looks like it's going to be entire show segment about the war. Uh, like man, he just seems like an at like the Chadliest Chad. He's just like I mean, wh- where where's QAnon's guy dragging his ballsack in a wheelbarrow meme for this dude? I mean, holy shit, bud. <laughs> And, and so I and I just saw this the other day. If you go over to pro Russia Twitter, like in support of Russia Twitter, uh, like the we support Putin tag, it's all clearly bots. And they're all just like support an alpha male. Every single one of them has alpha male in the. Bro, I don't think it gets more much more alpha male than like literally being boots on the ground with like a rifle and a bulletproof vest while you're like as the president while your country is under a siege from a foreign power. Like who was like who's the last American president you could imagine doing such a thing? Um 
Uh, well, for the well, record, Washington actually led troops to crush the Whiskey Rebellion. Yeah, that's, I mean, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you have right. to go back to, like, the 1700s to find, like, a U.S. president where you're just like, yeah, it would make sense that they would just be heroically, like, you know, with their troops, like, in the trenches or whatever. Roosevelt, uh, yeah. Teddy, Teddy uh, saw yeah. combat. Yeah, um, yeah, but I mean, he saw combat and then was the president. At no point was he ever going to be in combat as the president. Yeah. Because like, I, you know, like it turns out that America kind of figured out that that's probably a bad call and that your president should probably be like very secure at all times. Yeah, I mean, I, Eisenhower is the last one that I could really like. And he was, to your point, was a general, then a president. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I, like I know that, that like, no, it, it, the, no, the, I obviously didn't choose the, the these circumstances, but like the fact that media is so friendly to him, like, really, just to me, your average stupid person, to quote Apollo Tompkins, like, just seems he just seems so cool as president. He just seems incredibly cool. Yeah, they they sent a Russian tactical hit squad, which we now like, based on what we know now, was probably like a couple of sick dogs. Uh, to like go get him, and then he was just later like the Russian hit squad has been dealt with, and it's like, <laughs> what, what does that mean? <laughs> well, it turns out so like now that Russia's not playing with home field advantage, they're finding it very hard to push people out of windows. Yeah, <laughs> so they're, so they're, they're getting to these urban environments, and they're seeing all of these windows as potential. Like they're just like, oh shit, you could really see getting somebody the heave out of that one. But then I, it turns out they're getting shot at by civilians that are armed by their government to defend their country. <laughs> I, I, I'm just imagining like the, the 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 hit squad getting ready to try to kill Zelensky, and they're just like, okay, the first thing we do is get him to go on the fourth floor of his building, and they're like, Zelensky's been on the ground floor for two weeks now. They're like, God damn it, how do we lure him up four flights of stairs first? And it's just, I I don't know that that's that's all they're doing. Like, can we get a sniper rifle and try to you know shoot him? Maybe I pic- I picture the scene is happening. It's like you know, uh, like the Russian operative like get, like has him like by the scruff, and then like over, over the cops, they're just like we have him, and they're just like okay, execute him. And then the camera pulls back to reveal that they have captured him in a bunker, and this like poor half witted Russian soldier is just like frantically looking around for the window to throw the guy out of, but can't possibly think of another way to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> He's in a basement. Tears his shirt off to reveal a Chinese style eight pack of abs and then grabs it and just goes Rambo on them. That'd be great. Uh, I'm trying to, I'm just imagining the, uh, the Jack Reacher, like Russian agent, just (laughs) not understanding how to kill Zelensky because he can't throw him out of a window. And especially his training is incredibly specific. Yes. (laughs) They're just like, no better way to murder somebody than by throwing them out of a window. And what the thing that the thing that just kills me about this whole just alpha male Putin is the greatest is that QAnon's biggest uh, conversation point for the past two years has been COVID, and and if there, if there's anyone who is scared shitless of COVID, it is Vladimir Putin. I mean, every photo is, is of him at, on a forty foot t- long table with everybody else on the other oh, side of that far table. Away. Yeah, 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 just miles away from him. He's like just completely distant. And the other thing is, is that again. QAnon's always been about that, like, don't take the death shot, don't take that heart attack in a that heart attack in a needle, don't don't get uh, AIDS from the vaccine, all this death. 
I looked it up right before we went on the podcast because I'm I'm a, I'm a real I do in depth research. I'm just just into it. Um, ha- half of Russia is uh, has two shots or is quote unquote fully vaccinated, and nine percent of Russia has gotten a booster. So. Vladimir Putin, the savior of QAnon, has consigned half of his nation to death and 10% of his nation to ultra-death, apparently. (laughs) Um, I wonder, does this mean that QAnon thinks that the Sputnik uh, vaccine is safe and effective? If we were able to uh, get Vlad to ship us some of that, maybe we'll give him a little money and ease a little sanctions if he'll cough up his version of the vaccine. We'll be like, hey. QAnon morons, we got the ultra-safe Russian vaccine from your fucking hero, Vladimir Putin. Will you get the shot now? This is the thing that Vlad's got three shots of in his arm. Are you going to take it, the, the Putin vaccine? And, of course, they'd be like, no, but also we're going to ignore the fact that, again, Putin, being the head of a, being a, a head of state who doesn't want his country crippled by COVID outbreaks, has done his level best to get as many of his own people vaccinated as he can. So I just love that. I just love that all their narratives about how rough and tough and great Putin is, he, it, none of it, none of it stands up. If you actually look at their own mythology, like everything they believe in Putin does not believe in. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I literally can't even remember how we got to that point from talking about the chadliest president to ever have graced the, is, the I world. Mean, be, 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 because we were doing the Chad Zelensky versus the Virgin Putin. That's the meme. That's the actual meme. Just like create that meme, put it on the internet. So, yeah, I mean, he seems great. And also, I'm not going to lie, the Ukrainian people seem pretty, pretty hearty and resilient and also strong in the face of what should be overwhelming odds. I mean, boy, howdy. Like, it's, I mean, this. If this is some PR, some cabal, some cabal PR campaign uh, for Ukraine, it is working. I uh, the the boner for the Ukraine is increasing by the day as I watch those people try to protect themselves. I'm just like, wow, what a bunch of fucking mad lads. One of the uh, greatest things I saw in uh, QAnon world was uh, like Ukrainian war myths debunked. Because they're just like so miserable and angry about this shit. And of course, um, one of the very famous uh, things that came, that came out of the start of this whole thing was the guy saying, uh, Russian warship, go fuck yourself. And um, this, that was the thing that they had the screen grab on of this on this Ukrainian myths debunked thing. And it was just like, 
you look at that and you would think to yourself if you were uh, looking at, oh, so I guess that guy really didn't say Russian worship, go fuck yourself. That was uh, something that was concocted out of thin air. But if you actually click on the debunk, the debunk is is that the 13 guys that were on that island were not killed because that was originally what was reported. A little while later, it was corrected to those guys being captured and taken prisoner. So that was the debunk was, yeah, they said those guys told that that warship to fuck off and then they died. Well, guess what? They told them to fuck off and then they got captured. Oh, totally changes the narrative, doesn't it? You see Ukraine in a totally different light now, don't you? And it's just uh, like, yeah, it makes them seem even more badass because I have yeah. to imagine they're probably getting tortured or whatever. And yeah, that, that, well, it's not going to be a good time for those guys. Yeah, wow. no. I mean, you know, it, like, R- Russia seems like they're sort of in like the uh, a war crime kind of way. So <laughs> I don't, think, I don't think you'd really want to be captured by them if you could help it. Right? Did, did anybody? Did, did you guys uh, see the? Did, did anybody find out the validity? I saw. I saw some reporting that a group of Russian soldiers were caught wearing Ukrainian military uniforms, which is like, ooh. <laughs> That is real bad for you guys, if true. Yeah, you that's do, a big. You do not want to be caught doing that. That is that is big. There's big war crime right there. That's not good for you guys. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. That I goes against the very loosely defined rules of warfare. But yeah, I don't like again. Like a lot of the stuff I'm seeing reported, I, I'm taking everything with a grain of salt. Like oh. unless it's like coming from like a like a known reputable source. There's a lot of shit flying around on Twitter. Yeah, but I was like, man, if that's true, those guys are totally fucked. Yeah, we are literally in the fog of war when it comes to a lot of the information we're getting. Yeah, so it's. It, it, yeah, I so mean, I got really some of my hard. information from TikTok, and it, it feels very weird. Also, do, do we know, uh, like, I, another thing I never saw the validity of, but, uh, like, I saw that reporting that uh, in response to Ukraine complaining that they were having internet troubles because of war, uh, Elon Musk rerouted, like, some of his satellites to do a thing. I saw that I on like, CNN, so... So I, I was just like, hey, like if this is true, it's going to make it hard for a lot of people to talk shit about Elon Musk for a little while, right? And I'm sure I'm absolutely wrong about that. They're just like, he said a dumb thing on Twitter. It's like, uh, yeah, he mobilized satellites over Ukraine so they could have internet during wartime. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, we could talk about how he's a weird creep and a loser billionaire, like, after he's done doing important shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, but if that's true, that is certainly a cool move on his part, and it sounds like the future. Can you imagine something sounding more like the future than that? He's just yeah, like, yes, yeah, put my orbital satellites o- above Ukraine, so that way I can give them internet. Fuck Russia. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the thing about Russian soldiers wearing Ukrainian uniforms. Uh, Newsweek reported it, but their source for the for the, uh, the the source for the claim was the Ukrainian government. So again, <laughs> their source for the claim was Twitter. So. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. There's it was a, it was a b- big balls twenty four seven double the Z on Twitter's reporting. I was actually going to say Putin sucks with eight numbers after it because that's more body, but yeah, we'll go with. Oh, that. it's not a bot; it's an actual person concocting the concocting this hokum. Fair, fair. I'll throw you created hokum, fucking cabal agent. Yeah, I've never, I've never trusted big balls with a Z twenty four seven. Yeah, Chronic the Hedgehog sixty nine. <laughs> Would it be Chronic the Hedgehog 420? I don't know. I mean, he, uh, wanted, he wanted to get in on both of them. Yes. I mean, who doesn't? Don't hit me with a good time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Do we... Well, we're, we're, almost, we're almost at that time where we have to do the mailbag segment. So, uh, do was we want there, to talk was about there... Trump? 
no. I mean, never. Like, it's no. the real answer. No, like, I would be, be perfectly satisfied if we never did that again. Yeah. I was going to ask if there was anything else war-related to cover for the, for the time being. Yeah. Uh, I think we've mostly ta- hit on all of the uh, war topics that are like currently relevant for our, our, our ballywick of nonsense and buffoonery. Do you think so, we made it clear enough that we hate Putin and that he sucks? Ah, <laughs> uh, you can never make that more clear. It is something that the clarity can always be made more clear. You can keep, just keep washing that window. Just, just doesn't matter, bro. How, how much? How much better is that? How much better is that footage of uh, Solinsky like from that street corner, like addressing the nation or whatever, like in a bulletproof vest, like flanked by members of cabinet, also wearing blur, blur, like put that footage up against like the pictures of Vladimir Putin riding a horse with no shirt on. You're just like. <laughs> I don't know, pick your president. Which one do you want? And like, surely the QAnon people will just be like, oh, that that one guy, him look like real man. Me pick him. And it's just like, I'd, I'd kind of prefer the guy who like actually seems like he's about some shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yep. And, and, and that's and that's not even knowing he's talented enough to play the piano with his penis. I mean, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, the guy is a, a man of many incredible talents. He has to be a dynamo good. in the sack, right? <laughs> Twitter, get on it. The, the 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 penis playing piano thing, it is not a bit. He can actually do that. It makes him the world's greatest lover on top of being the world's toughest president. Like he's he's in all ways the man we all aspire to be. Oh, so I uh someone actually asked Trump if like he would do what Zelensky was doing. And he's like, Yeah, you never know. Maybe if it came down to it. Yes. You never know, he said, failing to recall that moment when January 6th was going down and he was ushered into a bunker for safety. And, they were just and, like, uh, we, we apologize, sir, but the riot but that you know. have caused is getting a little out of control. And he's just like, give me into the bunker, damn it. <laughs> and there was like another time that when there was a protest in D.C. and they also ushered him into the bunker. Because I remember like Bunker Boy was like an insult that was being lobbed at him during the 2020 election. Because yeah. it was, yeah. So yeah. He, was like, he was like, "Get me to the bunker and get me another vaccine shot." They're just like, "Yes, Sir, yeah." You've already been vaccinated so many times, and he's just like, "I don't care." <laughs> I love the vaccine now. I can't get enough of my vaccine. Put the vaccine in my diet coke. Do it now. <laughs> oh man. Well, maybe maybe after he successfully runs for president again, President Trump will treat uh, those Ukrainian boys as a Burger King or whatever. <laughs> Because yeah. because truly we live in a like not even just like a dystopia future. We really seem like we're living in like an like a specifically eighties dystopian future, like a like a fucking uh, an escape from New York style shit, like like Running Man style shit, where it's just like yes, Donald Trump, dumb dumb rich guy is the president, <laughs> and also Russia is the bad guy again. It's like holy shit, what what has happened here? <laughs> The milk has gone sour. It's, yeah, it, it, how how have we like looped back to this bullshit? And also, like, I wasn't I wasn't even giving Trump enough credit. I should have been addressing him by his new title, criminal conspirator Donald Trump. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> because apparently, the January Six uh, Committee feels uh, confident enough to just slap that label on him and just be like, "Hey, he was involved in a criminal conspiracy." Yeah, and it's just like, "Ooh, those are some pretty strong words." Kind of drowned uh, out a little bit by the war and all, but 
Yeah, I mean, that's like really, it's really kind of funny that the the one six committee is probably like, we want to finish this and make that the report out in July or August. So if the war could tamp down a little so we could bring up the actual conspiracy to overthrow the democratically elected government of America, that'd be nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Russian, um, I don't know if it was in the UN. I think it was in the UN. But like they had a Russian ambassador declare that Trump was the legitimate president of America, but he'd been overthrown by uh, by like election fraud and all that bullshit so excuse me <laughs> yeah, so yeah we I, I we actually had like people going out there because I, I i also saw that on uh on the on the gabatrons that they that their heroes were uh promoting the big lie and the election fraud and letting everybody know that vlad's vlad's very sad that his boy trump isn't in office anymore so uh, man this is uh this is dangerous territory because if i happen to be conspiracy minded I might be of the notion that Vladdy Daddy might be committing this this big boy war just to protect his buddy uh, Donny Two Scoops back at home because it's just like, oh, no, the squeeze is really on my boy. I need to do something to distract him. Uh, let's just try to seize Ukraine. <laughs> How close is Donny Two Scoops to actually getting charged with something now? <sighs> God, that's the yeah, that's the real question. question. It's <laughs> it sucks. It's it truly, just like I mean, who who knows? It, 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 at this point in time, it sort of seems like everything, aside from being like you know, uh, Ch- Chad Zelensky on like in a war torn country, it just sort of seems like it's like ephemeral in a weird way, mm-hmm. just sort of like symbolic. Like it's all, all symbolic, everything because like real shit is going on. <laughs> Yeah. So it's just like we're we are wagging our finger at Donald Trump pretty bad, and it's like cool. Are you like putting handcuffs on him and like bringing up charges? And they're just like, well, let's not go crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it like it, that. It, that's one thing that makes me like I think about this, and it makes me just laugh. The idea that Trump would get indicted before the twenty twenty four election. And then somebody might go up to him and be like, look, Donnie, we've, we've been over this a few times. We've been looking at the Constitution. We don't think the president can pardon himself for crimes. So, you, so you're going to have to let DeSantis or somebody else run for president. And their first issue is literally pardoning you for your crimes. So like that's going to be the 2024 election. Will, the, the, it won't be COVID or the economy or any of that. The 2024 election will be, should Donald Trump go to jail, yay or nay? That will be the hot issue of the campaign. Yes. <laughs> yes. Can I vote twice for yes? Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, that, that, that is if, yes. we, if we even get that far. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Uh, suddenly, no. Uh, suddenly, like, big, big countries are, like, raising their nuclear threat levels, and it's just like, oh, boy, like... Guys, it finally sort of seemed like we were maybe getting this Corona thing under control. And now this shit, I mean, holy fuck. Yeah. If you you thought Corona summer was a bummer, imagine like fear of nuclear death summer. We haven't had one of those since the 80s. (laughs) It's going to be great when like somehow, I don't know, like let's, it's going to be awesome when like in three months the Ukraine Russia situation resolves itself. And we're just like, oh man, thank God the dark times are over. And then like CDC reports the Omega virus has been, (laughs) the Omega variant exists. Any, any day now. Yeah, any any day now we're getting the Omega. We're just getting it. It's just going to happen. It's I mean, like, that's oh, fine. At, at this point, let's roll the dice. I mean, 
funny. It seems, it seems like shit is going real bad for us. It's going to be something. I mean, I feel like you're just rolling the dice. It's just like, is it going to be some sort of like fast moving wildfire that destroys me? Or like maybe some like, like a bomb cyclone or some sort of unseasonal blizzard that freezes me to death? Is it a nuclear war for Russia? Hmm? <laughs> no. <laughs> At this point, I don't believe that their rockets have fuel. Like, <laughs> just like we're going to nuke you. Okay. The government's like, yeah, aliens are probably real or whatever. It's, it's, it's like the times we live in are completely bananas. It's really bizarre. <laughs> yes. It is incredibly surreal uh, being alive in this time. Although I guess we're supposed to be thankful for it. Oh, the, the, so very thankful. Oh, God. No way. T- t- time for our weekly nihilism segment. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it, it's, it's, it's something much more fun than that. I, I believe it's finally time for our mailbag segment. Oh, let's do that. Our list. Listeners got questions. We got answers. It's time for Q and A. I get it. It's yeah. Q and A. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for catching that. Yeah, we were we, we were going to let that one simmer for as long as it took for you to get to catch on. But <laughs> I got it, guys. Uh, so Pancake Peasant asks, uh, if poker politics goes to Arizona to cover Ron Watkins race, will he be taking precautions not to avoid being thrown into the Grand Canyon? Uh, if you don't understand what this is about, uh, that and was I don't. <laughs> uh, this was an incredibly specific death threat that I got from one Twitter uh, troll that uh, twice uh, told me that were I to encounter him, they would throw me into the Grand Canyon. Uh, I believe you know, we hold big enough. Am I right? Yes. <laughs> hey. uh, I believe that they thought I lived in Vegas at the time. So this wouldn't be that difficult to track to get me to the Grand Canyon and lobby I mean, me it's in. Like it still seems like a lot of work for killing and disposing of a body in Las Vegas. You could just yes. do that by driving like 20 minutes away from Las Vegas into the desert. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's, absolutely. That's yeah. the way the mob does it. That's the way the drug cartels do it. That's the way regular people who just accidentally murder their spouse or significant other in Las Vegas do it. It's tried and tested. Every movie or show I've watched where they kill someone in Vegas, they do not go to the Grand Canyon where there are a lot of people. Now, it is massive, quite grand. But they go to the desert and find somewhere remote, not hard from what I've been told, and just dump them in a shallow grave. That, that does... or, just, or just like over a little ridge. It doesn't even like a lot of the times. Like it's the desert, mate. Like you, you. It seems it seems like a pretty safe bet that you're probably good for long enough for like the vultures to get to it or whatever. Yeah, I'm no. just gonna leave this body out here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And if, if it's not found within five hours, it's not not gonna be a lot of DNA evidence left over. It's gonna be taken care of pretty quick. So yeah. Uh, so I don't know exactly. Uh, I don't know how I could possibly uh, prevent myself from being lobbed into the Grand Canyon, seeing as how I have no actual information about that troll's uh, identity. And he got banned from Twitter very shortly after tell, telling me that he was going to throw me into the Grand Canyon. And yeah. that, that was the fate that awaited me very soon. So don't think you're allowed to threaten people. On but Twitter. I mean, just to be on the safe side, I would suggest moon shoes mm, <laughs> nailed it uh i think one of those uh pull cord inflatable vests that sounds reasonable i just 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 while i'm while i'm watching while i'm one of the seven people listening to ron watkins talk i'm just wearing a parachute um i'm I'm just like it, like this because this guy is basically like our russian special forces agent from the from the Zelensky episode a while ago here he can only kill me if he gets me to the grand canyon so if i have like 
anti-Grand Canyon countermeasures ready. He's just thwarted. He's just like, ah, throws me into the Grand Canyon. I just pull the parachute and float down gently. And he's like, God damn it. I just didn't or, see that or coming. You just you do the same thing, but with an umbrella, like a cartoon character. And not only do you disappoint him, not only do you disappoint him because you're not dead, but you also shatter his mind by defying all sense and logic. You're just like, hey, magic is real, and the one person you know that can do it is a person you just tried to assassinate. Mike Rains is a Looney Tune. And yes. Should you try to throw him in the Grand Canyon, he will pull the ripcord on his backpack. And then an anvil will come out, and he will smash into the bottom, flatten out, and then get back up and make an accordion sound effect. He's unkillable, unless you have the dip. If you don't know what the dip is... He is immortal. He has inside him blood of kings. (laughs) Yes! Mm -hmm. And those kings are Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck. But absolute king Solomon. Weirdly, those yeah. those are the three. <laughs> yes, I've always said this about Mike Raids. He's one third Bugs Bunny. He's one third Daffy Duck. He's one third King Solomon. <laughs> That's me. You nailed it. Is that the weirdest thing we've said on this podcast? Maybe. Um, I don't. I, 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 I desperately more than anything want a Powerpuff Girls style intro. Yeah. What does King Solomon even look like? What? Of some, of some scientist perfecting the perfect microbes concoction. <laughs> Bugs Bunny, Debbie Duck, King Solomon, and Chemical X. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Uh, this, I, this I, I, I image searched rails. King, yeah, I image searched King Solomon real quick. You could do worse. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, thank God. It wasn't that King Solomon was like the most wise and wisdomful of all ancient leaders or anything. He's also a Chad. So thank God for that. It's not yeah, I mean, well, even, even if he was completely unfuckable, you've still got the <laughs> imminently fuckable Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck to pick up the slack. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Uh, but Bugs gets all the ladies. Yeah. I mean, yes. Lola Bunny. We all yep. know this. If you right. don't want to fuck Lola Bunny, what are you even doing here? Nope. This is a furry podcast. <laughs> we were asked if we were furries in an earlier podcast. Yeah, were we? Yeah, because of, oh, yeah. yeah, of the avatars on, on the... On the oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my, my, sec- my new Twitter account that I don't use hardly is all, all is uh, Kinshiro from Fist of the North Star because I can't get back uh, Sergeant Hellworld. So I'm uh. not a furry anymore. What's our next question, for the love of God? Uh, Amanda Scanlon asks, uh, do you guys have hot cross buns in the U.S.? And if so, do they become available in supermarkets supermarkets on Boxing Day? Uh, No, because I don't know what those are. Uh, Well, first of all, I'm not sure if the question asker already knows this, but we do not have a Boxing Day in the United (laughs) States. Uh, That's just not a thing for us. Uh, Evolved humans like myself know what Boxing Day is, but that's because I watch TV from other countries. Uh, Also, you know, aside from the song, I'm not familiar with Hot Cross Buns. I I just Googled them. I've never seen them before in my life. Let's do a little Google. Uh, No, I don't believe I've ever had these. They look similar to a bunch of stuff I have had, but I don't think I've specifically ever had... A hot cross bun. I'm looking at the recipe: orange juice, brown sugar, bread, flour, cinnamon. I would, I would eat one. I would gladly have one. But no, we do not have. This is America. We're like number one in believing in angels, and number like twentieth in like everything else. So, including <laughs> hot, hot cross bun. Hot having. cross buns. We're way. We're down pretty on low the on that list. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and on this on this TRL episode. <laughs> 
we're, we're counting down our countries that have hot cross buns. <laughs> of all the things to make a rudder out of. Is that what you don't like care on anymore? Uh, I don't know. Do, like, I mean, is it a YouTube thing now? Is it hosted by some TikTok influencer? Are they doing the flossing dance while they, <laughs> while they, while they break down the hottest new TikTok songs? That seems like it could be a thing. Uh, I can't imagine Carson Daly's it. Like Carson Daly probably looks <laughs> looks and acts like Carson Daly from that Chappelle show bit now. Oh, it they rebranded it in 2019 to Fresh Out Live. So kind of. <laughs> wow. What is what what is that even supposed to fucking mean? <laughs> what is a fresh out? I don't know. I feel so old. I is that, uh, is that a thing? Is is that, is that had, a Fortnite reference? <laughs> it had twenty seasons and over twenty two hundred episodes, and then they rebranded it to Fresh Out Live. And, uh, wow! I, I'm really stunned that L's inner Brit didn't burst out, and he didn't say you having a laugh, mate, when you said that, because that was just so. I, I, never in a million years, if you gave me a hundred guesses, I never could have said that for the title. It, it does seem incredibly like, fake. Fresh out loud that doesn't mean live. anything right fresh out loud. live sorry for, i mean yeah i was trying to make it make more sense right the, the, yeah the, the actual that was on me my brain just could not even croak out like <laughs> and it's not even like it turns into like a like a clever like abbreviation or anything right like fol that's nothing <laughs> nothing mate it's nothing yeah i like, mean it's it, don't get me wrong trl was also nothing but total request live at least like sort of made sense it was like, oh yeah, these are the videos that people have totally requested, right. but not if you're the insane clown posse. Nope. Well, I mean, yeah, because no matter how vocal they are, there's still like a hundred thousand jugglers in the world, and Detroit just doesn't have the pull it used to. They they started a campaign, and they were they they had the numbers to be on, and MTV wouldn't air their video, and then they went down to. Uh, probably because it was called Fat Pussy Lips or some shit like that. <laughs> it's a clown posse where a bunch of like, I mean, well, this is normally the part where I would call something a clown. But what, what do you what do you do when they're relishing their clowniness? It, it, it deprives it of all of its power. Yeah, <laughs> it's, they have owned the word and thusly have, have removed its power. Yeah. Oh my God, they they got me, and also and also they're going to trick me into loving Jesus Christ. Yes, they're about that, was- that life. That was the hell of a plot twist at the end there. Yes, it sure was. I mean, especially because I've seen I've seen their first movie. What what what, what, what fucking question are we even talking about? Anymore? Hot, yeah. hot cross buns in the U.S. That's what Man, we were talking about. What, what an incredible bunch of idiots we are. That I mean, like, <laughs> does anybody listen to our mailbag segment? Because we're fucking completely bonkers. <laughs> yeah, we. We've got off the rest. This is where I can reveal that I have read the biography of uh, one of the Insane Clown Posse, Violent J. Oh, thank God. I'm sorry. Oh, I read it, it. It, wasn't, it wasn't Shaggy Too Dope. No, it wasn't Shaggy Too Dope. <laughs> he, I can reveal he definitely had a ghostwriter helping him because um, I've read his lyrics. Hmm. <laughs> Well, uh, so to summarize, uh, no, we don't have hot, hot, no, hot no, cross buns, and we also don't have boxing day. Uh, so, uh, thank you for the question. And the next question is Clut Zero, who asks, "How many different yarns have Q folks spun for why Ukraine is actually about QAnon?" Uh, rewind the podcast about forty minutes and hit play. Two or three. Wow. <laughs> if, if you were this question asker, 
you're probably going to be pretty raw about the other question asker getting the shine yeah. during the news segment, and then yeah. you completely I, whiffing I, on this one. Yeah, well, because this was just uh, this was general. The other one was an easy segue into the bio lab bullshit. So yeah, I apologize, Cut Zero. I'm, a, I'm a the, the, ba- the the hard segues are the more satisfying. The satisfying oh, ones. Oh, right. I'm sorry. I, for, I forgot. So game. yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, so uh, Snorlax CPAP asks, uh, late here, what's the deal with Explore Talent? Who runs it? Uh, Explore Talent is really weird because... Sure is. I just saw this on Twitter like a week or two ago before the war usurped everything. Like, <laughs> this was a fucking rabbit hole, mate. I have yeah. no idea. Like, I, like, to the point where I didn't know if it was a real thing. Right. And hand raised in the back of class, what's going on? What's Explore Talent? Uh, Explore Talent is basically kind of like Indeed or LinkedIn or any other job site, but there are so many uh, right-wing uh, people who have had Explore Talent, uh, like headshots, like Lauren Boebert and a ton of others. Like So, it, so to, to try to describe it, it looks sort of like an early to mid-2000s, like website that would be for a casting director to find like nobody actors to hire for parts that's sort of the vibe that the website gives off to the point where like it's hard to look at the number of people that are on it and not just be like like do do these QAnon people have a point but they're just dumb fucks and they miss the target because the target was themselves because boy howdy it sure does look like this is a like a casting website for the Republican Party yeah it's super weird um I've seen uh, basically I've seen a lot of uh QAnon debunkers looking into it and they've just sort of been like look this is a thing a lot of people are there uh I don't know about the whole smoke versus fire thing but again it's just one of those things where your brain looks at it and you just see so many names of so many right wingers who were on this site. And the next thing you know, they're on TV, they're here, they're there, that it becomes this is explore talent actually like some sort of weird like content mill where uh, like the, the Murdoch's and the Koch brothers and all the other shadowy billionaires that run the right wing in America, do they just like look for headshots on explore talent and grab people and make them in the right wing talking heads? It's really, it's, it's a strange thing. Maybe that, maybe that could be a rabbit hole. We go down someday. That- for like a newish thing because I, I like i went to youtube real quick just hit up explore talent and two two to three years ago there are a bunch of videos yes six years ago about explore talent is a scam it is the lowest rated casting website and just everyone's saying it's a scam and then you guys are just like saying it's all uh filled with QAnon and right-wing grifter idiots yeah, yeah it, i mean to the, to the point where like i said like i was reading it and i was just like <laughs> It has like this weird sort of like like light creepy pasta sort of vibe to it because it just seems so bizarre. So I was just like, I'm not actually sure if this is real because it's just like, did you know that Lord Bobert was on this weird dumb website and so were the following other two dozen conservatives that you've like heard about? And I was just like, I've never heard of this website in my life. It looks super weird, and all of the people that I'm seeing, like I think it was a Twitter thread or whatever. I'm sure it probably was pretty big, and that might be why we got asked this question. But I certainly scrolled along. It was certainly fun, and I was I was happy to find out about this weird thing. Maybe we get a dive deep into it a little bit further. 
Yeah. For some bonus content. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That does seem like it does seem like a plan down the line. So uh thank you for the question. Uh Keith Richards Transfusion asks, assuming the situation in Ukraine gets resolved and the pandemic continues to taper off, any guesses on what's next? Back to the greatest hits or something new? Uh immigration. They'll just complain about immigration. They'll just complain about uh like they'll go back to Durham. Oh, Durham's gonna get them. Something's gonna happen. We're gonna do this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they never, they never stop like reaching for something. They're just always, they're always jumping to the next like handhold uh, because this shit just melts your brain and just poisons you. I was just thinking of it like one day when I was like playing Forbidden West and one of the funnest things to do in the Horizon games is just to climb walls because uh, Aloy is the ultimate American ninja warrior. It just, make, it just makes me laugh. Um, and that's just the thing. It's like if you're climbing a wall in that game, you're going to make it to the top because the handholds are designed because it's a computer game. And that's the way QAnon works. You never climb a sheer cliff where you're like, oh, I hit a dead end. Now it can't go on. Because you're making it up as you go along, you're always going to have a new handhold to jump to. You're always going to have something else to talk about. Oh, no, like the the vaccine isn't killing anybody. Well, here's Vladimir Putin, America, the world's greatest hero about to save the day. Oh, wait, he's bogged down in Ukraine. We're fucked. Oh, wait, Durham arrested another coffee boy. Oh, no, Durham's not going anywhere. Have we talked about, uh, like, border towns and the wall yet? Oh, there we go. Now we made it to the next handhold. It never ends. It just never ends. But unlike Aloy making it to the top of the mountain, all QAnon is doing is just jumping from handhold to handhold sideways. So they're just going around. They're just going around this infinite cliff face, and they're just jumping vertically while remaining three feet off the ground, never progressing, never advancing. It's just it's like a it's like a Mobius strip. Yes, it's just a Mobius strip that they're on, just perpetually jumping from spot to spot, never actually doing anything in the process. Also, for the record, yes, dear listener, I also heard Mike refer to that video game as a computer game, which for those of you who have listened to the whole episode means that he called a video game a computer game and I called a picture a photograph. So welcome to the old fogies podcast. <laughs> hey, I'm old man coffee. Yeah. So I'm, I'm allowed. <laughs> All right, grandpas, let's get you back to the nursing home. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Uh, so I uh, thank you for the question. Uh, Deport Gamers asks, how do you think Kim Reynolds will be received in the long term by the MAGA crowd? Uh, I don't know. Kim Reynolds is the governor of Iowa who decided that she wanted to get some shine by uh, signing a uh, transgender sports law into bill because, I mean, you got to find a minority that is is socially acceptable to discriminate against if you're a Republican. And right now, trans people are the people that are being attacked by these shitheads and dirtbags. So uh, she's going for her 15 minutes of fame. Uh, I really don't think it's going to go anywhere because, I mean, the, the there's just so many. You have to be either powerful, like the governor of, like, Florida or the former President Trump, or or you have to be insane, like Marjorie Taylor Greene or Boebert or Wendy Rogers. You have to like, be one of those two things. You can't be the governor of a nothing state doing sh- unbelievably shitty things, but while you're doing those unbelievably shitty things, you're probably not saying things like, hey, we need to give Putin a fair shake here or stuff like that. I mean, 
to get a gold medal in the crazy hateful Olympics that is MAGA, you really got to put in work. I mean, back in the good old day, it, it's like the those uh, videos you, they would have where like they showed you the gold medal vault in 1934 versus the gold medal vault in like 2020. And like in 1934, the guy just like barely just jumps over the bar and lands on his feet. And then in 2020, they do like seven backflips and land land perfectly. And that's the only way you can win the gold. Like the, yeah, I mean, the, the amount of stuff you would have to do is crazy because of escalation. You would have to, I don't know, be one of three Republican senators to vote against lynching becoming a hate crime. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, like, it's like, that, that seems like a pretty strong move if you're one of these be, be racist to be mag of people. Because yeah. holy shit. <laughs> yeah. I, I forgot I wanted to touch upon that as a, like during a, either our appetizer segment or the, or the news or whatever. But yeah. That shit is fucking wild. Can you imagine? Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. How much of a slam dunk? Three, just... three white senators just being like, you know, maybe lynching's not a hate crime. It's like, oh, no. That fuck? is just the worst. <laughs> you, you people. Yeah. What are you What are you doing, mate? Yeah, it's so ridiculous. Yeah, it was uh, representatives Anthony Clyde, Thomas Massey, and Chip Roy who were just like, you know what? Representatives, sorry. Not yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but elected members of Congress who were like, you know what? Lynching. We should probably just call it a crime and not a hate crime, even though that was literally a hate crime that was in the American South. For yeah, a hundred years. I forget which one of the dub dubs said it, but one of them was just like vote against the like vote against this implies that lynching or somebody is it already a crime? And it's just like no, that's not what it implies. It allows you to prosecute <laughs> offenders differently because it's a hate crime, which is like a superior level of vile crime and gets a <laughs> superior level of harsh punishment. Right, exactly. This yeah, this isn't like oh, it was manslaughter. I didn't mean to do it. No, a hate crime is like it's ultra premeditated because you're just out of your mind because the target is someone you like just hate blindly and insanely, and because you're a dumb racist asshole. Yeah, you're so you're supposed to you're supposed to be putting the screws of those people through policy, like by citing in some fucking archaic transgender athlete ban or whatever. Right, uh, exactly. Like, <laughs> transgender yeah, that's athlete man. Yeah. I did say man. I said ban with a B. Although I do, I do sort of like the idea of a superhero called transgender transgender athlete man. Transgender <laughs> athlete man. But but when it, it, should, it should be person, right? I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's part of the bit. Maybe that's part of the the the, the joke. <laughs> it seems in poor taste. I'm just gonna say that. Yeah. Don't know what you're talking about. Yep. <laughs> so uh, thank you for the question, Reverend Xenofact asks. QAnon's love of Vladdy Daddy is making the news, uh, Vice.com, etc. If someone got drunk... Well, let's not get crazy and call Vice.com the news. (laughs) Yes, very much. Uh, If someone got drunk and made you three campaign advisors, how would you turn this around to to attack QAnon candidates? Uh, By saying they don't support America, they support Russia, and that's fucking dog shit. And then you play clips of Ronald Reagan, who's supposedly their great hero before Trump became their great hero. And you're just like, hey, look, these people uh, have spoiled the legacy of Ronald Reagan, who you guys were supposed to be a huge fan of, but you probably don't like him anymore because you really only exist in this. You have the attention spans of goldfish. And uh, yeah, go fuck yourselves, you dumb morons. Yeah, I mean, it would be uh, for my money. I think that we should we should fire up a remember the '80s campaign, 
and we could just be like, remember how awesome the eighties was? Fucking all the cool music you remember for when you were a kid, like Super Nintendo, or Nintendo Entertainment System, fuck blowing everyone's mind. Uh, it was transparently obvious to everybody that Russia was the bad guys. Like, remember how cool the eighties was? And we and we hated Russia because they suck. Uh, yeah, and we and we loved America because we ruled, and America was like the the great enemy of Russia. You got to trick them. You got tricked with the nostalgia for the stuff they love. You can be like, remember Ghostbusters? <laughs> like, yeah, Ghostbusters is awesome. It was like, do you also remember hating Russia? Do you also <laughs> remember thinking that Russia sucked and democracy was incredible? So in the, the Netflix animated show Inside Job, where all the conspiracy theories are real, they go to a secret town that they have where they just gas people and they think it's still the 80s. And uh, one of the team members is just super into 80s nostalgia. But when they get to town that's stuck in the 80s everyone there is nostalgic for the 50s and they're just super racist (laughs) (laughs) that sounds incredibly on the nose but i feel like i feel like nostalgia is a powerful drug and in order for us to turn this one around we would need to appeal to the sense of nostalgia (laughs) although i was sort of confused by the format of the question are we supposed to be turning are we supposed to be the pr people for vlad uh, I th- well, they said it, they said to attack QAnon candidates. So I think that they're saying that, like, how do you use uh, QAnon support of Russia against like Bobert and Marjorie and the people who dip into that well, trying to get QAnon voters on their side? Yeah, I mean, it seems pretty obvious that you're just supposed to. But like, I don't think appealing to their patriotism is going to do anything because to these people, when these people who claim to be patriotic imagine what patriotism is, it's white nationalism, which means it's just like they're just like we don't like brown people and we don't like anyone who's not straight, and we either do not know what a transgender person is or do not care about them because they're not white and straight, <laughs> and like it's just like holy shit, like. Yeah, I mean, the problem is is that these, these people have a very twisted up notion of what patriotism is, as evidenced by the fact that they are actively rooting for Putin in this moment. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, that is so crazy. Like, <laughs> and like, how did these people manage to forget that Russia was the bad guy for a long time? Yeah, have oh. you ever seen a movie with Chuck Norris or Mr. T? Like... Oh, God, there are so many people like I saw uh, one post that was just like, how many movies have the bad guy be a Russian? And it's like that was the geopolitical nature of America for like since 1946 until the mid 90s, like right after Hitler blew his brains out. It was like, okay, it's a good thing that asshole's dead. Now we have to deal with the Russians. I mean, that was... <laughs> yeah, for like for like a billion years, it was just like you know, like the the Russia was just the bad guy. It was just like in, in movies and media, especially in the eighties, which everybody is gaga for eighties nostalgia and nineties nostalgia. It's just like yo, dog. In those movies, the bad like like shit was either going down in Russia or Colombia. Those were the places. It was just like it was just like in the one corner of the bad guy uh, flavor of the week, you have like the country that Americans assume literally all drugs come from. And on the other end of this, like the other corner of this ring or end of this scale, like sort of equal to, again, country that Americans assume literally all drugs come from is Russia. (laughs) It's just like, oh, so that was like the climate at the time media wise was that Americans they hated drug country because the Reagans were telling them that drugs were bad. And then also the thing that she hated equally is Russia. And then, you know, QAnon people have just forgotten about that now. They love Russia. They can't get enough of Vladimir Putin. He's great. 
Yeah, I mean, they they definitely do. They've fully embraced them. It it is baffling. Yeah, but, what a what a bizar- what a bizarre mirror mirror universe we're living in. Yeah, <laughs> if only somebody would offer me a pill that could disconnect me from this obviously fake reality we live in. <laughs> would that pill be red, perhaps? <laughs> uh, no, I, I I'm assuming it would probably be like a weird shade of pink, like a lot of medication is, and very chalky. <laughs> it's just like oh this pill's not like camera sexy at all and then like morpheus is just like what no it's a it's medication disconnect <laughs> <laughs> your brain from the matrix what did you think it was gonna look like and i was like I don't it know, is gel not tab. meant to taste good he's like dog it's not nyquil what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> like you know what maybe before i offer you either of these pills i need to i need to make sure that you know what you're getting into <laughs> the this shit is serious like <laughs> You need, to, you need to change your expectations. Yeah. Uh, but don't worry. Like, if 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 you hate the idea of what I just presented, which was a Matrix movie where nothing looks cool, uh, uh, I would caution you against seeing the fourth Matrix movie. Zing. <laughs> Take that fourth Matrix movie. Couldn't resist. Got to go out on a pop culture reference. Yes. Well, I'm assuming it's we've got to be getting It's the third one. The other one's a pre. The first one's a prequel to the second one, the best Matrix movie. Well, what do you want about? Well, it, it, it turns out that all of them are just a video game that exists in the fourth one. So yes. we, we, we've never actually seen the events of the first three Matrix movies. It's really funny because I, I just watched like a video essay on that, and I was just like, I was like, oh man, like that's a fucking. I, I wish I could remember who did it. I was like, that's a great point. Who was Captain Midnight? I don't know. Do we have any mm-hmm. more mailbag questions? So uh, yeah, that rounds up the mailbag. So we have the question of numerous, which, which is, what are you looking forward to? Uh, I am going to go play physical magic for the first time in over two years where there's a draft happening near me for Kamigawa Neon Dynasty. And uh, me and my buddy are going to go draft some magical cards tomorrow at Friday Night Magic. Oh, God. Live the dream, sir. Live the dream. What a time to be alive. Uh, I'm I'm excited for peace in Ukraine, but you know you could be excited about Magic: The Gathering or whatever. <laughs> I will because yes. I care about America. Yes, uh, uh, I've, got, uh, I've got I've got a uh, I've got board game night on Sunday. That's actually what I'm excited about. I love board games. Uh, I'm gonna, it's going to be a board game in sort of month because a bunch of my board game uh, playing friends uh, have birthdays this month, and many of them for their birthday just want to get together and sit around the old tabletop and. You know, uh, assemble some like uh, assemble some contraptions, build some decks, build little engines, turn some knobs, watch your numbers go up. It's gonna be great. We're gonna do some yeah. gaming. <laughs> that sounds great. I'm looking forward to the fact that for the first time in like literally decade and a decade at least, I actually am going to have scheduled weekends off for the foreseeable future. Like me not having to wake up early on a Saturday or Sunday to go out to throw cards at people. Oh God, I, I can't even imagine it. I can't even imagine being able to go out and do things when other people also have days off. It's it's mind-blowing to me. This is something that has not happened in an eternity because when you work in the gaming industry, you work when other people have the day off. Like, I've had so many friends say, hey, like – uh, like th- it's this Monday we have a holiday. What are you doing? I'm like, well, I'm going into work early because if you have a holiday, so does everybody else. So they need me to be in the casino to throw the cards. And they're like, oh man, that sucks. I'm like, yep, that's the life. So, um, 
having things actually shake out to the fact that where uh, tomorrow is TGIF for me for the first time ever is uh, just fascinating to me. Like, I can't wait to see what happens. And then I'm gonna be like, nah, the weekend's overrated, whatevs. But for this moment, I have that bit of joy still in my soul. You get you can celebrate TGIF by going to a TGIFs, and uh, I'm assuming the number one activity there is warming your hands over a hobo style trash can fire because all those places have to be closed, right? When was the last time you guys saw TGI Fridays? I was waiting for you to tell me where that rated on the TRL of like pathetic mid mid level American diners chain diners, but that was apparently not where that was going. So nope, it was just me talking about how I assume that they're all closed, and I can't wait to hear about how several of them still exist in one Dakota. <laughs> this seems one like the most likely. It seems like the most likely candidate for something like that. We have Cracker Barrels and we have TGI Fridays. Oh, I I made the joke about going to Sizzler and someone did an actual search and the closest Sizzler to Massachusetts is in Florida. So I will not actually be going to Sizzler anytime soon. Well, I mean, so that, just, that just really highlights how well you're doing if you're going to Sizzler. Yes. Like, we're, like you, you... We're, we're podcast millionaires. We'll do our first live show from the parking lot of a Sizzler in Florida. Yes, that's the dream. That is, and then when the show's over, we're going to Sizzle, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and then when the show's over, we fly to the nearest TGI Fridays. Exactly. We're just like, oh, hey, thank you so much for letting us shoot on location. And they're just like, awesome. You want any food? And it's just like, God, no. We're no, going to TGI Fridays. We're going to Golden Corral. Oh, baby. Oh, man. We're going to High Life. Dude, we're going to Shoney's. Anybody anybody love for Shoney's? Yes. I was literally about to make a Shoney's joke because I think I looked up and they're like, definitely not a thing anymore. Uh, Really? I mean, but but their their leprechaun seemed so inoffensive when I think back on it. Shoney's? No, they had a talking bear. No, my, my my local Shoney's had both. Oh. My Shoney's. It wasn't like a mascot, it was like an actual. Like, you know those, like, wooden butler things that, like, hold trays or whatever? It was, like, one of those, but it was a leprechaun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking for Shoney's locations. I get Okay, well, while you look for Shoney's locations, I'm going to do our outro, because it's time to end this fucking podcast and stop talking about Shoney's. So, <laughs> for anybody who has managed to make it this far, thank you so much for uh, listening and supporting the show by consuming our sweet, sweet media. Uh, if you would like to support the show, the easiest and freest way to do is uh, to just tell a friend or leave us a five-star review or a thumbs up on whatever podcasting platform you uh, get our content from. If you have some money and you would like to support us with that money, you can do so by visiting us at patreon.com slash poker politics, where you can donate to the cause. And anybody who donates to uh, the cause in the tune of $5 and above uh, will get access to 40-plus hours of bonus content, including series such as Kabbalin and what we do out of uh shadows god damn it sarge is posting <laughs> shit into our private chat like literally while i'm doing the outro he's just like doing doing bits uh at me anyway we do have a beautiful a beautiful baby this week uh to the tune of a two dollar donation and i would love to thank them but i don't have that info called up anymore because my computer did a fart mike who's and, our beautiful baby this week what was that anthea that that sounds made up that sounds made up. Uh, well, I mean, I look at the text right now, and I believe that's pronounced David. No, it's, <laughs> it, 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 
<laughs> it actually is Anthea. So thank you so much for your donation. Uh, you too can get a shout out in such a comedic and stupid and unprofessional fashion by donating to our fucking show. Uh, if, if you have money and you don't want to donate it to us, you can do a little good with it by donating it to love146.org. They're an organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation. And as always, that sounds pretty rad to us. Uh, also, I'm sure that there's a way for you to donate money uh, to try to support Ukraine in some form or fashion. And if there is, you can go ahead and do that uh, either instead or as well. If you have money burning a hole in your pocket, just do some good with it or give it to us. Um <laughs> Well, as always, I'd like to thank DJ Minimal Effort for the use of our intro song. It is a Castlevania-style bop. However, DJ Minimal Effort remains too cool for social media, so uh, I can't direct you anywhere to just be like, hey, man, we like your tune. Uh, So this way, I keep the heavy burden of guilt off of my soul by putting out my thanks to DJ Minimal Effort into the universe. Uh, Frosty, who is our voiceover artist friend who does all of our uh, content warning, our bumps, our voice of cue when we need it, all that stuff, he is plugged in. He's hip and with it. He's on social media. uh, and You can find him at FrostyVO where you can holler at him and ask him uh, how hip and with it really are you? And if the answer is very, what is your Fortnite tag? I want to uh, fork some knives with you. (laughs) If you can't get enough of uh, me and Sarge and Lord knows how you could resist more of us, uh, you can find our spinoff podcast where we talk about pop media um, and not, not just making jokes about it when we should be talking about QAnon. No, no, the whole show. Uh, you can find that over at BingeWordy. That's B-I-N-G-E-W-O-R-D-Y uh, on Twitter at BingeWordy spelled the same way or just BingeWordy wherever you get your podcasts. So for another arguably successful episode of the Adventures of Hellworld podcast, I am signing off for myself, Hellworld L, my good friend Hellworld Sarge, and our QAnon Gaga, just crazy, can't get enough of it, absolutely loves QAnon. Uh, totally unironically, completely pilled. Uh, this whole podcast is a ruse because he <laughs> has been Q the whole time, Mr. Mike Rains. Good speed, Patriots! A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.